This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. We are in Galatians, and I pray that the story, the video that you're going to see, will make sense on Galatians chapter 6, 14. We're going to come back to chapter 3. We just went up to chapter 6. I really felt my heart to just go ahead and share uh, this passage uh, ahead of time. And the Bible says this in Galatians 6.14, and Paul is writing, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been, uh, the, the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if you've ever been near someone who likes to brag. Don't point fingers. Uh, anyone like a braggart? Typically, most people don't like people who brag. I, I found that I don't necessarily enjoy the company of people who like to talk about themselves all the time. Um, and if you notice on Facebook, if you're ever on social media, that's what people do. I mean, they're constantly letting you know about them. It's, it's really, uh, I can see how it can be addictive. Um, you know, sometimes we'll even I have a friend that lives out of state, and he basically tells me everything he's doing in his life. And I, and I wonder, like, why, why do I need to know that he just took his dog and the dog went potty and he picked up the, you know, the, the droppings. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Or uh, I have some older friends and they told me that their grandchild is the smartest grandchild they've ever to the planet. You know, they, they knows the ABCs at age four. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome, but I don't know if we should Facebook awesome. Um, or, or I know someone who's very well off and they'll write that, uh, you know, they flew to Paris or they flew to Athens or, you know, later on they're in, you know, uh, in Alaska. And then the next week they're in London and then they're in Madrid. And then, and then one time he uh, actually wrote that uh, he was excited because he got tickets to go see the World Cup in Dubai. And uh, I understand it, but I'm just wondering, like, why do we, why do we need to know all that? Um, uh, or how about this one? The Lord, I love this one when people write, the Lord gave me a brand new, you know, you know, house or a new car. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm just not sure why. We all need to know, but I guess, thank the Lord, praise the Lord. Or how awesome my family is. Now, I'm very careful on what I post online about my family. And it could give a wrong impression that I'm bragging well, I am bragging about my family, but I will tell you this. It is by the grace of God that I have the family that I have. I think they're awesome. Eric Melise, uh, Micah Joanne, and Mason and Britton, they are awesome. Of course, my wife is awesome. I will post stuff about her. I will let people know how awesome she is. But it is by the grace of God. It is not because of somehow Mario has figured out how to raise a family. Uh, I haven't other than I need Jesus every day. I do have an opinion, and my opinion is that the Apostle Paul would never have written on Facebook boasting about himself. I think Paul is telling us he wouldn't have boasted anything other than what Jesus did on the cross. And uh, since Paul was an Old Testament scholar, he knew that actually the Bible forbade it. And Jeremiah 9.23 says, Thus saith the Lord, 
Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice and righteousness on earth, for I delight in these things, declares the Lord. That's a challenge for us. And, I, and again, we're preaching out of Galatians. The Bible is determining the topic. It wasn't like something I decided to teach on a topic. Um, and, uh, but we, we live in a world that really is, is mandating that we boast about ourselves. And if you're not a Christian, I get it. You got to, it's every man for himself. You got to somehow get to the front. You have to uh, be notified, noticed and uh, you have to be that person. But in the body of Christ, we have to be careful. And Paul does not boast about his brain power. He doesn't boast about his muscle power or his buying power. But what does he boast about? And Psalms 27 says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another praise you, not your own mouth. Let a stranger and not your own lips. The Bible in Galatians is telling us that self-promotion is not very attractive. Sadly, and I'm not an expert in this, but I've had to deal with people that I believe are narcissists. They talk about themselves. Everything revolves about them. And it's a sad thing, especially in the body of Christ. And these were people that I followed Jesus, but they, they've been stuck in this world of them being the center of their universe. What is the worst kind of bragging, in my opinion, is when someone is bragging about their religious accomplishments. And this is a challenge. As an area director for campus ministry, it's hard for missionaries not to be bragging because you got to write a newsletter, and that newsletter has to show people what you're doing. And those are your supporters, financially supporters, prayer supporters, and they want to rejoice in what is going on in the ministry through your life. So it's a fine line. It's, it is a fine line. It's walking a high, high wire line. But when someone is bragging about their religious accomplishments, I believe it's the worst kind of bragging. You know that somehow in, in, on social media you'll see or maybe you'll talk to someone in, in a gathering that they've prayed four hours this morning and they let you know and, and they also let you know they, they were on their knees the whole time. Um, or in ministry, you might say, hear someone talk about all their ministerial accomplishments. And this is what was happening in Paul's time in the church in Galatians. Many of the Christians were Jews by birth and they had been circumcised as infants. And circumcision, as you've been hearing and, uh, and been talking about in Galatians, is uh, an Old Testament sign of belonging to God's people. And so the, the church got out of sync. It got out of a whack. It was out of um, an alignment with the gospel. And Paul is trying to bring them back into alignment. And But these people were saying, if you want to be part of the body of believers, then you have to follow this Jewish tradition 
of obedience of circumcision. Now, if you wanted to be a Jewish person and you wanted to join the Jewish group, then yes, you would have to be circumcised. But these were believers. So the early Christians in this church thought that circumcision was still a requirement for salvation. Anybody who really wanted to become a true, legitimate follower of Jesus Christ, these leaders in Galatians uh, um, that infiltrated the church were saying that you had to be circumcised in the fashion of the Old Testament. This is weird for us to hear in modern ears. Uh, you know, we, we don't talk about this subject matter, and it, it's just weird for us to hear it. But um, this church was convincing the Gentiles that they needed to be circumcised. And so, how does that relate to us? So sometimes we can do the same thing. We don't necessarily ever uh, brag about circumcision, of course not. But we do like to brag about maybe our religious activities. I've been around long enough where I've heard people brag that they've never missed a Sunday service. Which I think is awesome, but we have to be careful about bragging about it. Uh, I've, you know, especially in the older generation, you know, um, they can easily point to things that they've never done. They've never been to a movie theater or they've never uh, smoked a cigarette. Uh, and, they'll, and they'll be telling you about what they've not done, you know, or maybe a younger generation is like, I'm really serious about worship, not like those old folks on the other side of the church. And so we have to be very careful that we're not trying to brag and add anything to what it means to be a full follower of Jesus. One of the challenges in the church that we have is that um, sometimes church people can come, followers of Jesus can come across as smug. And Paul is, is trying to get the church back in alignment trying to get them to be back in synchronization with the Holy Spirit to let them know it is through faith in Christ. And Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, although I myself might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more circumcised on the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee as to zeal, a persecutor of the church as to the righteousness which is in the law found blameless. But, Paul says, whatever things were gain to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but trash so that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering 
being conformed to his death. Paul had reasons to brag, but what he is bragging about is Jesus and what he has done. What's amazing and I love about this statement, it's just a reminder that we are to be braggers about who Jesus is and what he's done for us. For the reader in Galatian times to hear anything about bragging on the cross is shocking. You wouldn't, it would be like today we're going to be bragging about uh, the electric chair. So bragging about the cross was a little weird, awkward, strange, because the cross was an object of shame. But Paul says, My, I'm going to boast about what's going on, what Jesus did on the cross. Paul, obsessed. Because the cross means the death of sin. We sang about it today. We talked about it in communion. Why do we always talk about it? The cross. Because the cross represents the death of sin. The crucifixion of Jesus struck a mortal blow to sin and its worldly powers. Sin was nailed to the cross. And Colossians says, when you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him. That's why we come every Sunday to celebrate what Jesus did on the cross. Having forgiven all of our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us. I think Pastor Brian mentioned that in communion time. Which was hostile to us. And he's taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through him. When we ask Jesus to come into our lives, it is the beginning of the end of sin in our lives. Sin no longer holds a death grip on our souls. Amen? And it doesn't weigh us down. We have found freedom. We also sang about that today. Another reason to boast on the cross, it's a demonstration of God's love. It shows us how much God loves us, that he gave up his own son as a sacrifice to his people. So, if we're going to boast, let's boast about what Jesus did on the cross. Boasting on the cross is open to all of us who have made a declaration of, his, of our own sinfulness and his, our need for a Savior. One of the challenges about boasting on the cross, and we have a cross behind me in front of you, is that you, you're going to say, look what Jesus did for me. And if somebody was smart, they said, well, what did he do for you? And then, so here's the part of, uh, you'll have to uh, walk in humility. It's like, well, let me tell you, I, I remember what I used to be. You know, sometimes I'll share my stories about my past. Uh, and, and a lot of them you don't know, and I don't ever want you to know because they were horrific. I was a sinner in need of a savior. I was not a good kid. 
And even good kids need Jesus because if they were honest, they would tell you about their hearts and their thoughts and the things that displease God. All of us have fallen short. But I have fallen. And I was a, a person that absolutely needed the cross. So I will boast on what Jesus did for me. So if you're going to boast on the cross, you're going to have to rat yourself out that you needed the cross. And that's a challenge for us. Nobody wants to rat themselves out. But I needed Jesus. Thank the Lord that my kids never got to see that part of my life. And Robin didn't get to see that part of my life. But my brothers did and my parents did and my friends did and my classmates did. And so I want to boast on the cross. I don't want to boast about myself. And I would challenge us, what Paul is telling the Galatians church, if you're going to boast, boast on Jesus and what he did. And so that would be our challenge this morning, that we would be people who love to boast, love to boast, love to boast on what Jesus did for me and what he's done for us. We sing about being a slave, we used to be a slave to sin, but now we've been set free. And I pray that's true. I pray that that's absolutely true. Because Jesus has the, the authority and the power to break that bondage of sin that's in our lives. He can set us free. Amen? I think of a song, it's, it says this, How deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he should give his only son to make a wretch... His treasure. That's me. This song's about me. How great the pain of searing loss. The father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was me. I scoffed at Jesus. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in anything, no gift, no power, no wisdom, but I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. And finishes this song. Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. But this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. How deep the Father's love for us. Amen? Amen. Can I encourage you this week as we are sliding really fast into the Thanksgiving season that we are people who are grateful for what Jesus has done and boast about it, boast about it. On social media, to your friends, to your coworkers, post, boast about what Jesus has done for your life. And your testimony, I believe, will allow, God will use his Holy Spirit through your testimony to bring people a closer step to knowing Jesus. All right? I know that's, uh, it's a challenge, it's a challenge for me, I'm on social media. I like to post. Um, but I want to make sure that I'm 
boasting on the cross. Amen. Let's pray. Maybe you're here and you say, Pastor Mario, I need a little uh, Holy Spirit help to boast on the cross. If that's you, just raise your hand. I'm praying with you. I need, I need that. Yes. It's a strange time that we live in. And Lord, I just pray right now that you would help us. Lord, that you would help us not to be me monsters. Not try to one-up one another, not to say you, me, in our storytelling, in our conversations, but Lord, that it would be natural in our conversations to boast on what you did in our lives and boast on the cross, what you did for us. Lord, that it would be part of our just natural, normal conversation. Lord, that we would bring honor to your name and boast in who you are. Lord, help us. We live in a world that's about self-boasting, and it's not easy. It's not easy, Lord, in the world that we live in. So, Lord, I pray, God, that for people who have to do that for a living, to promote their business or promote their ministry, promote themselves, I pray, God, that you would help them walk that tightrope in a way that would always bring you honor, that we would always boast on the cross. Thank you, Father, that we get to be part of your family, and we do love you, and help us to live for you so that people would be drawn to you. And Lord, if any of us ever struggle with uh, being a me monster, that you would uh, make it, uh, reveal it to us. Reveal it to us, Father, whether through supernatural means, a dream, a prophetic word, or from some supernatural means through a friend. Lord, I pray, God, that we would do everything we could to boast about what you have done. We love you, Father, and be with us today and be with our church people. We love you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.